Flexibos, episode 191, recorded on December 19th, 2017, on the docket today. IRL, get caught up on What You Playing, featuring Brawl Out and Things of Strangers. We're going to go full on Last Jedi. Spoilers ahead. Be alert. Finally, I'm going to close out the show with the community grab bag and that sweet, sweet, awkward finish. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Ah, that's right. We are back again for another episode of Flexibos. I am Jason. Guess who's with me? It's Lucas. It is. Barely. He's Somehow. barely holding on. He's halfway there, living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. <laughs> Welcome to episode 191. We have been doing this far too long. We've got we've got great stories of what's going on in Fluxifos this week. I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait to get everyone caught up. Oh, so many things. We're not even going to waste any time with this intro. We're just going to k- kill the music down now, nice and low, and just get... Jason's in control. This is this is scary. So, we'll, we this will be part of the IRL. But yes, I am in control. I control the analog, the the horizontal, the vertical. I control all the things, all the parallels, all the dimensions. It's it's. Scary. Do you control time? I I have I'm I played a lot of Chrono Trigger. So yes, I have the Epoch, are, and I just hop in and. Are you a wizard? Fly. You a wizard, Harry? Uh, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> So that is the Fluxtapose experience for you new listeners. We talk about random things, we do horrible impressions, and we record it digitally and push it out to the internet for some people to hopefully enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our nightmare. So before we get into IRL, I just want to throw this out there in case some of you had missed it or still weren't aware. We are doing a giveaway. So a reminder, there is a giveaway going on. Please listen to episode 190. came out last week for details. The entirety of it. Yes, it's you must listen. To, you must listen to the whole thing, and that has all the information on how to enter. We are not sharing those details on social media because we want you, the listeners, to be the ones that enter and win this giveaway. P.S. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you are already in the running, so no need to enter. But you can if you want. It's okay. It's cool. It's fine. Like it's whatever. It feels just, good just to do enter. it. It does. Feel so if good. you want. Yeah, it, it does, and it makes us it makes us feel good. And we will be giving we'll be announcing the winner in our next live show, which will be the first show of January. So you want to make sure you enter before then. Do it now. Enter to win. Enter to win, but you must pay to play. Purchase not necessary. Oh, I was gonna say you we, have to, we went opposite directions there. You need uh you need to get a flux crate. That's true. Flux to crate. Flux to crate. So there you go. Now. With that said, we've got a lot going on. Lucas, you've got the stories to tell. Let's get into IRL. Yeah. Let's catch everybody up on what's been going on in our lives because you've got some doozies coming. This hurts. It hurts. Yeah, so, okay. When was it? Let's see. Uh, over the weekend, we went to, let's see, it was yep. Saturday. So yeah. Saturday, we went to uh, a family Christmas. And I've talked uh, on the show, or made I've made mention that we don't create 
Cody anymore. When we leave, we uh, we let him loose because he uh, tends to do better. He doesn't get as anxious. Um, he doesn't even bark when we leave anymore. That's kind of new. That's nice. Because uh, he used to go crazy. Um, but I do, especially if we have stuff that I think he's going to get into, uh, we tend to um, put him downstairs in the office because we don't want him getting into, you know, the recycling or, or, or something that we had to leave out or whatever. Right. So I put him downstairs. So still he's, he's fairly loose. He's not, uh, you know, caged up, but he's in one room. Yes. The office. Speaking of dogs, my dog is looking at me with cold, heartless eyes. Like he's suffering. So I'm going to turn on my space seater down here very quickly. Hopefully it's not too loud on the audio. (laughs) I apologize folks. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit what it sounds like. He wants okay. his toes to be nice and warm. Yes, he does. He's he's a diva. He's, a, um, he's like he's like sitting there in front of him. He looks at me. He's like, so you should be like, you've got fur, dude. Oh, no, no. You got to say, oh, you're cold. Like from The Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. That, that's right. Um, so we left the house. We we're going to be gone for probably three hours. I took him out two times, two times before we left. Yes. To do his, his duty. And um, duty. I'm sure you can all guess where this is going. So, but there's, there's a beauty in this because we get home and I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm like, he's got it. He's had to have peed on something. It's just, I just had that feeling. Sometimes you get that feeling. He's peed on, but what could it be? Yes, exactly. So I go downstairs and I'm looking and, and, I'm like, because at first you don't know because he's right at the door. But then I take a, a couple of steps in and I look around and I see it. I see the puddle on my computer. Oh, no. Now, see, here's the thing. People would say, well, why the hell was your computer on the floor? I put it on the floor when we started doing the podcast because my desk creates a somewhat of a sound barrier. Yeah. So that when the fans are running, it doesn't... Um, create as much noise yeah. on the on the recording I, I don't think that's really that uncommon of a placement i've often had my computer on the floor too i only recently well not recently but in years past ro- risen it rose it raised it Whoa. you know yes because, lifted it up because where it belongs. supposedly that you know gets better airflow less dust is what i told but here's the thing like yes. if if i don't talk if i don't have like the the noise gate and the stuff on this microphone you can. My case fans are incredibly audible on this, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, you you got to yeah. have that. Just like when you're in the crapper, you got to have that buffer. You know, if you're in the public crapper, you need a buff. You need a buffer stall. You don't want somebody ponied right out next to you. It's true. There's a reason why in in professional studios they put the computers in another room and then you go into the recording room. You don't. Oh, we don't have that for Flexipose. The Flexipose studios aren't state of the art. Uh... Uh, spoilers. No, we don't. Oh. Sorry. The illusion is gone. Uh. Sorry, everybody. Um, so, so yes, the urine is on the computer at this point. And I, I look and I'm just, I just so angry, Jason, so much rage. Now here's the good thing. Here's the good news. The good news is that the P has only infiltrated the bottom section of the computer because it's the front that he peed on and the front has a a small opening where air can get through for ventilation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fairly closed up. Yes. So I'm looking at mm-hmm. it and I'm like, okay, 
I doubt it has hit anything vital. Maybe a case fan might have to be taken out of the commission. But at the very least, I said to myself, all right, we need to clean the pee off of this because it's going to stink like pee in here. And right, right. That. and that'll be a sticky, stinky mess oh, you don't God. want. So gross. So, of course, I had a lot of other things I was supposed to be doing. Uh, and instead, I got to take my computer upstairs, dripping, mind you, dripping. <laughs> um, up on the table, and I start tearing it apart. And most of it was caught in the the front of the case so you have like a front bezel that you pull off if you want to install um like optical drives or you know something of that sort sometimes you can install um hard drives in that area without having to open the whole case or fans or whatever so i open it up and it's just like leaking out of the out of that front bezel part because there's so many nooks and crannies in there that it's all pooling up. So I get that off there. I open the side case and it's not too bad. The The fan case uh, that was in the front, of course, has pee on it. So that's a problem. And uh, it's dusty as hell in there. So, of course, it's like pee and dust particles mixed together to form kind of a <laughs> disgusting sludge yeah. that I cleaned off. Um, and so... I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I think everything's okay. I don't think you peed on anything vital for the most part. So, and it wasn't running at the time either. Yeah. That's, that's where I think you're really lucky. Yeah. So, well, my luck was about to turn because <laughs> I opened it up and I see how gross it is in there. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I, I threw in my SSD that I had to buy to install windows on. Cause my, remember my windows installation didn't work. And mm-hmm. so I had to buy an SSD drive to reinstall Windows on so that I could boot up what was going on. I didn't have a dead drive. I just had a dead installation for some reason. Uh, so wait, so you bought an entire solid state drive? Yeah, a, long, a, a little while ago. Oh, so that I, could, I mean, um, I mean, that's good to have because you're going to want one. But you can like I have I have a Windows 10 installer on a, a thumb drive. Yeah, but I didn't want to lose any of my I was worried that I would lose any of the stuff that I had on there. So I didn't even want to, Oh, you don't want to try to, to do, do a do repair. Anything. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Cause I already tried to repair it before and it wouldn't even let me boot into, uh, uh the repair. Isn't anything. that usually the case? You're like, Oh, I'm going to get in there. Going to use my tech savvy. I'm going to, re- you're like, get, get your scrubs on like the ER soundtracks playing in the background. <laughs> yes. Danette comes down I'm and a mops, computer guy. mops the sweat yes. off your forehead. And you're like, I'm going to save this. I'm going to make it better and make it stronger. And then it's like, Nope, sorry. We can't find anything. Nope. We can't yeah. back it up. Oh, you you didn't make any backups. Sorry. Nope. Can't do it. Bye. But thanks, Windows. Thanks a lot. In fact, I'm just gonna turn myself off now and and short out and probably explode. Yeah. Um. Wow. So. Yeah, that was pretty much the case with that. So I had to buy an SSD to install Windows on, just so I could. And I might as well have gotten an SSD, which in the long run is great. If you don't have an SSD, I didn't for the longest time. It makes your Windows boot up so much faster. It's ridiculous. But anyways, I had that just like hanging in there because I had to throw it in really quick and I never like bolted it down or anything. So there's just like wires in there. It used to be nice and neat, but now there's just wires in there. And uh, I got a different video card and that caused a lot of wire management issues. Um, So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to pull this apart and I'm going to clean it out. It's dirty in here. It's gross. I'm going to clean this up. So I get the uh, water cooling off of there. Uh, I clean all that out because that gets really bad. 
Uh, I get some of the fans out of there. I get the, I start getting the video card out of there. And is that nowadays in a while, but I, my computer, um, the, the, uh, the card slots, like if you have a video card, the slot that that video card goes into has a lock on it. Yep. Kind so, of like Ram. If you ever yeah. installed Ram. It's creep. So cards creeping is bad. Yeah, they they're so heavy now. Most of them have back plates. They've got so many freaking um, heat sinks on them and everything that they they sag and they'll creep out and stuff like that. So you you really need to make sure that they're they're seated properly. Well, I start jamming on this thing to get it out of there because I'm trying to hurry. Like I said, I'm supposed to be doing other stuff, and I forget that it has that on there. So I'm like, oh shit! No wonder why this isn't coming out. So I try to now, of course, because I've pulled on it a little bit, I can't just push it back the way that it came. Right. And I also can't, I can't like get the freaking lock to let go because it's like putting pressure on the locking system. Of course. So I had to grab a screwdriver because of course, also this freaking video card is so wide that you only have like a quarter of an inch to put your thumb on to try to push this down. And now that it's on pressure, it's even worse to get it off there. So I grab a screwdriver and I push it. I put the flat head on there and I'm pushing to get it to click off. And it does great. Right? Well, great <clears> until <throat> my screwdriver continues on past the point of where uh, I wanted it to be onto the PCB uh, of the motherboard, scratching the surface, hitting contacts, copper lanes that are built into the board, scratching them and, what I learned is basically disconnecting them forever. So you destroyed the grid. I did. And at the time I didn't know what the damage I had done. I was ignorant. I was living a life of bliss because I didn't know. I just thought, well, You're like, oh, sucks, my computer's so okay. clean and so much better than it was before. I'm going to boot it up and play all these games. Yep. Yep. And so I get it back. I get it all together. I go downstairs. I, I press the power button. And motherboards are great now because they have trouble lights on them. Uh, they used to have speakers in them so that you oh, know God. that it was posting, and you know you'd hear that beep. little noise when it would boot up, beep, 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 beep. or you, yeah, or you'd get trouble beeps. Now they have LEDs that to replace that. And so I'm looking at it and I see uh, that the CPU LED is going off, and that's bad because I didn't touch the CPU at all. Um, I didn't, un I didn't remove it. I didn't do anything to it. So I knew something was wrong. And sure right. enough, after after trial and error, I realized I screwed up my motherboard. Now, here's the kicker. That's, you know, that's I already told you this because you, you texted me when this all happened. But oh, how could I not? I it's so the pissed. worst thing is like when you are trying to do something and you break it and make it worse. Like you're trying to fix something or improve something and then you like break it. Like I've taken yeah. apart components and snap things and it's just like there's like this. It's like this first it's like denial. You're like, "Oh, I it's, it's okay." <laughs> but then like this warm sensation like creeps through your body and pretty soon the rage is like behind your eyeballs. You're like, "No, I just effing broke this. I just effing broke this." <laughs> ah! through every stage of denial that God, there is or it, grief that there is. Absolutely. Uh yes. Worse. <laughs> it, it's what I thought I was going to end up doing to my car as a matter of fact. So same same times. You fought that beast. Your father and me. Uh, <laughs> we got to make it lighthearted. We got to we gotta bring up the mood a little bit because this, yes, this sucks. The rage, the rage is real. 
anybody who's ever done anything, who's ever had a hobby understands what it's like to screw something up in some form or fashion. So yeah, the, the news was, the news was real. And I realized, okay, it looks like I'm buying a new motherboard. Now, as I said, here's the kicker. Here's the really funny part. This is the part where, where God is up in his, up in his, um, cloud lounge laughing at me and giving me the finger because the, the damage wasn't complete until I looked up on. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it went. Jason I was, I was, me giving the, me I was the flipping finger. the bird in many circuit, many fashions. They call that the Holy finger. Ha! That's the, the whole technique is the holy finger. Um, because I look up and I'm like, okay, well, I got to replace this motherboard. I remember sort of what I paid for this when I first got it four years ago, I think. So pretty old at this point. So I'm thinking, okay, it shouldn't be too hard to find one of these. I look on all of the usual sites. PC Part Picker is great because it usually... yes. It's getting all of the... Even ones I've never heard about. I don't like even PC know how to build the PC anymore. So I just go on PC Part Picker, and I basically, I, I guess, you know, I can add in the components I already have, or I just find a mm -hmm. case that I like, and then you just work your way backwards, because they have a compatibility filter that will only show yep. you parts that are compatible with one another, so it's just so easy. So you just go, okay, sort by reviews, highest to lowest, and then I just look at prices and look at the review scores. And... Say, sort by reviews, I sort by low, lowest price, because <laughs> I'm poor. Um. So, uh, yeah, I go on there, and sure enough, they don't make a motherboard for this uh, chip anymore. Looks like of you're doing shots because that glass is so small. Yeah, I, just, um, I don't feel like drinking it out of the can. I, I did a solo flight for Battle of the Beer for our audio listeners uh, tonight, and I, I'm still I'm drinking the beer out of the tasting glass, which is like, what, like four ounces? Four so ounces. <laughs> I'm just repeatedly doing four-ounce pours of my beer. It's a good way to keep it, uh, keep it going for as long as possible. Um, so they don't make this motherboard anymore. And um, the more I'm looking this up, the more I'm realizing like the the CPU that I have isn't really, like I was telling you, wasn't up to snuff at the time. It was kind of a big letdown. So this technology apparently isn't really up, up, kept up anymore because now uh, being an AMD uh, person, they've moved on to Ryzen. And if you're not familiar with PCs, um, Ryzen is kind of like their uh, version of the uh, Intel's i3, i5, i7, uh, which is usually the most popular. But um, and a lot of uh, enthusiasts would recommend Intel, but AMD has always been a little less expensive. I feel like it's funny because I I've I've always been an Intel guy. I don't know why I've always been like. AMD is less is inferior quality. <laughs> I must have my Intel, and I, and there's no really good reason. I don't, I've never actually had an AMD, but I feel like recently I feel like AMD's chipsets have really they've closed they've closed the gap a lot, and I think their quality and yes. their performance. And that's what these chips are. Ryzen is their their answer to Intel, who pretty much stepped up their game without a serious competition for the last like six years or so because they really effed up with these fx chips or at least most of them anyway so what is what, did, uh, what enough did, of the pc what did you have previously what was your processor oh uh it's an fx 9370 and what are you going to is, now uh, now i'm going to a ryzen 5 uh 1500x see i've had it's so crazy. Like we were talking about this, and then it used to be, you know, you could just look at 
the speed of the processor. You're like, oh, it's yes. an upgrade, but now everything is out the window now because now it's all about cores and clock speed. I mean, your yeah. your your gigahertz matter. Like I've I've I'm on an i5 quad core that I've had for I don't know how long. I have a 3.3 gigahertz quad core processor that I've had forever, and I guess. I really would like to go an i7, but man, the price I don't think justifies the performance boost. You're just better yeah. off. You're better off just getting a better performing i5, really. Like after you know you well, talked about this, and I I got all into like, oh, let's let's just do it for funsies. Let's look at upgrading my components, starts. you know. And I've had the same case for a while. I can't really do a whole lot with that because it doesn't even support USB 3.0. So I, it's at the point now where I have to get a new case. So you look at a new motherboard. New RAM, mm-hmm. new processor. Depending on what processor you get, it might not have a heat sink. So you got to have a heat sink. So the only thing components I could keep are my 750 watt power supply, my GTX 970. And I was actually surprised because I went through when I did the one build. I just went through the components that I wanted, and I went for like the highest rated. And I didn't get too aggressive in the pricing. And it, it was like 650 dollars i think 600 dollars was my total price and if you really think about it i'm like that's actually not that bad and yeah. if, if i built that i'd have a probably pretty screaming pc but i'm not building that anytime soon no yeah well and that's the uh that's the thing that i ran into all of this to say that the end result was basically i couldn't just buy a new cpu i had to buy or a new motherboard i had to buy a new um cpu and a new motherboard to go with it and i ended up having to buy ram as well because the pin numbers have changed so they went from 240 to 288 pin mm. and that means you know your ram just gonna wouldn't fit. work yeah it wouldn't fit so <sighs> in the end i you know if if i didn't do so much stuff on my computer i probably would have just i don't know waited probably i guess um, but unfortunately I do so much stuff. Like I, everything I do is computer related. Right. So. I mean, it'd be, it'd be one thing if, you know, if you're just doing the, if all you did was this podcast, then I guess you might say, you know, Jason, I can't, I can't do the podcast anymore. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or we do what we're doing right now, which is it ideal. Maybe not, but it, it's doable. We could find it a works. workaround, but yeah. I mean, it's your, it's a large source of your entertainment, but not only is that you generate income for your family. Yeah. With your I had, PC um, too. work. Yeah. I had work. I was supposed to do over the weekend. And when it died, I was like, and I almost never get work over the weekend. So I was like, Oh cool. Cause I have the weekend to do it instead of having to do it overnight. And I had to email her and say, Hey, I can't do any of this cause my computer died. So yeah. Uh, so I pretty much have to upgrade it. And, uh, I ended up spending 300 bucks basically on right before Christmas, the week before Christmas. So it really, it really sucks. And I mean, thankfully we have the money to do it, but only like, like all my proceeds from Christmas are going towards it because I was like, you know what? It's not fair that I pull that out of our freaking savings account just to, So uh, what you're saying is everyone now needs stuff. to go to uh, patreon.com slash flexdepose <laughs> and help Lucas get back on track. Click click the button that says feel sorry for Lucas and it automatically donates $5 out of your account. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so now 
the the greatest part too is that um what i i was able to order two things off from amazon and of course we have prime so it comes in two days unfortunately i had to order the motherboard from Newegg, which I love Newegg. I used to buy my parts off Newegg for a long, long time before Amazon really was around or had computer parts. Really Newegg is, was always that was the place, you know. I mean, of course, we didn't like yeah, you said, we, didn't, once, we, we, uh, we didn't have Amazon, so but I mean that was like that was the nerd mecca of components. Yeah, and when you don't have uh, actual computer stores anymore, like they were closing around or closing down around us. Um, leaving pretty much only Best Buy, and they don't. They at the time barely even sold like memory and video cards. So um, yeah, I ordered off Newegg for a long time. Unfortunately, it all comes from California, and uh, their shipping is terrible. And mm -hmm. I don't think I'm gonna get my last piece until after Christmas. Ugh. So I basically ordered on Sunday. And I won't get the parts, all of them, until uh, next Tuesday, so the twenty sixth. Wasn't that always so, the case? Remember when you were building it, building your rigs back in the day, and it was like you'd always get all your parts except the one. Like you'd always get the motherboard last, I swear, and it would always come like two or three yep. days after everything else. Yeah, and the only reason why I did it off there was because they had a twenty dollar rebate for this motherboard, so I was able to get something a little bit better. Um, in my price range because of the, the $20 rebate. So another it's good worth feature it. of PC part picker, because they factored those into their pricing and they'll show you which has rebates and all that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a great resource. And you know, I love, I love computer building and it, it's nice to have the opportunity to, to do it a couple of times, but my God, like you were saying, I haven't been with this for a long time because I built a computer and then I was done with it. I'm not doing it for other people generally. And so going back and looking at, looking at all the new technology and just realizing I'm like, so out of the game is like, yeah. holy crap. Well, it's like, it's what what we, is, we eat, slept and breathed, you know, PC components back in the, you know, the early two thousands. Cause that's what we were, you know, from like 2002 to 2006, that oh. was what we did, you know? And speaking of which, I want to show you something really quick. Uh, I have it right here. So uh, I'll have to just I'll have to tell you what I'm doing so that so that I will, you know, I, I can narrate. Lucas has a gleam in his eye, a glitter, so to speak. He's digging around feverishly behind him. He's pulled up a computer case. Oh my gosh! Do you it's remember just, this? Yes, that's your old that's your old rig. Oh my gosh! That's the land rig from the now I bought this case, this beautiful aluminum chassis, uh, cheapest metal possible. Uh, to to take to land parties because it came with its own strap handle that you could strap oh around God, the entire yes, rig. I remember that. And it's actually really, it's quite light, honestly. And uh, I did boot this up. I was going to podcast off this thing if I could get it running. But it boots up, but it doesn't, uh, there was no display or anything. So I have a feeling the video card's dead. There's uh, quite a bit of, because um, this computer is probably from 2004, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and it's got quite a bit of um, oxidation and rust going on uh, on the back and such. So I have a feeling that the contacts have gotten worn out yeah. and uh, other such things. But we've got a we've got an AMD chip in here with a stock cooler. What Ooh. a noob. I've got a stock cooler on my PC. So put What's that? I've got a stock cooler on this PC. 
Wow, you're new. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I bet you don't even have an overclock, do you? I don't. Noob. Because I don't. There's no need. You my last, you wanna... my last uh, case and one of my last builds, my mom actually uses. That's her desktop computer at home. Oh man, that must be. Well, no, because you you updated not that long ago, didn't you? Well, I built I built this computer, the base that this computer was back when we first started for Champions Online. We started playing that, so circa uh, 2013. No, okay. 2012. I bet I I would imagine, and then I upgraded to a I upgraded the video card, then I upgraded the motherboard, and processor. And then I upgraded the I upgraded the video card again, so um, I'm basically at the the limits of what this motherboard and processor can do for me. So my next upgrade would have to be much more. Yeah, you'll be in the same boat as me mm -hmm. if if your computer goes down. Yeah, well, and except, that's the thing. Is, except I don't generate income off my computer, so it'd be yeah, a lot tougher. It'd be a lot well, tougher sell. Didn't you sign up for that split cam? Um, camboy thing that you you were telling me about. <laughs> yeah. Almost got a spit take. Almost. <laughs> it's like my free cams, but for dudes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, by the way, I don't know if you said this, but there there's a window on this case, and I I installed an etched dragon on the window <laughs> because that'll give you an extra two gigabytes right there, or two. Well, it gives uh, you a plus right six there. deleteness. That's true. Toponage that and deleteness. Oh my god, this is I, I I could podcast. I could do an entire podcast episode about the land yes. days. Oh my god. Yes. Maybe we should one day have land stories. Have people uh, tell their land their favorite land stories because we've be, clearly had a yeah. few. Would be nice if we could get some of the old guys on the show from the land days. Oh, oh that would be awesome. But I haven't talked to Greg in forever. I don't even know where Sean is. Jared's always up to yeah. nonsense. Uh, Put it on the back burner. Yeah. Um. So you got the parts so coming. Yeah. You got the parts coming to after Christmas, most yeah, likely. Coming. Yep. And we're not doing a Christmas episode, so I mean, it still works out. But yeah. I will tell you, and you'll find out later. I am completely smashing my Netflix queue because what else am I gonna do? <laughs> I can't even watch Netflix down here because I was using no my way, computer so. for that. So. I'm upstairs and boy, my wife is so pleased that I'm just hanging around like a, like a ghost. Like somebody stole my soul. And I'm just like, ghost, I'll just stay up here then. Don't have you anything saw, to do. So you want to watch Gilmore Girls? Okay. <laughs> and have cups of coffee. One more episode. All right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the, that's the story from A to Z. PC Explodo. Woe is me. Woe is you. All right. Well. It sucks. I mean, but you kind of for your hand was forced. You kind of had to upgrade, and you know mm -hmm. that was the thing. It doesn't make any sense to. I could have went on eBay and probably found a used board, but one that scares me because mm -hmm. hell, I sold something on eBay and that I was sold, bad enough. Yeah, I sold a video card on eBay. I I sure as heck wouldn't buy anything used on eBay. I just don't feel no. comfortable. Speaking of which. I'm I like that we're saying this, and then I'm planning you're, on selling, selling. My, my other parts. That well, that's the thing. Work. I mean, that's the tough part about PC components. Like, I have an old video card that's obsolete that I can't do anything with. I have an old motherboard that's obsolete. I mean, you just can't. You know what can you do yeah. with those components when they're so old? You can't sell them. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. What was I saying? 
Damn it, I forgot. Lost That's all right. Any, anyways, so yeah. Uh, <sighs> That's uh, that's that's that in, in a nutshell, I guess. Your, your new PC is gonna have a chicken head with duck feet. <laughs> yes, it will. Stay, stay tuned to after the you episode, really? and all this might make sense to you. I hope, maybe not. Yeah, I really like that stuff. It's stuck in my head. Um, as for me, we had adventures in babysitting. So, um, last week was la the Last Jedi. And I had my work's Christmas party, which I, I talked about. Unfort and my mother-in-law was um, coming over to stay and watching. And unfortunately, she had the worst string of events over the course of three days. Um, she went up to visit her mother in Roger City, which we often go in the summer, which is a long drive, long haul, way up to the tip of, of Michigan and of the lower peninsula that is and road conditions weren't too favorable but like on the way up there i guess she spun out on the roads then on her way coming back home because after she's been around for mom for a while she gets like really stressed and tense because her mom just like gets at gets on her nerves and you know after when people get to especially grandparents get to a certain age they just say whatever you know there's no mm -hmm. filter anymore so when, she, when she's had enough, she's ready to come home. So she was probably driving too fast for conditions, put her car in the ditch, or her vehicle in the ditch. Didn't hurt her or her dog, but ripped the bumper off. And they already had a um, scheduled body shop appointment for some other work done. So it was kind of good timing, unfortunately, if you want to say that. But she wasn't hurt. <laughs> she, she wasn't hurt. Thing to say. So the next day, on the way to drop the car off the body shop, she got into another accident. So she had like three accidents in the span of like two days. It was so she was like, it's just terrible. So I mean, we're not going to ask her to drive all the way down here. So um, unfortunately, that meant Jess did not go see Star Wars with me. My brother did, and then the night of the Christmas party, we had our a babysitter, our first babysitter already. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, it was great. It was just terrible for us. So um, yeah, there was a girl that there's. You're familiar with the Next Door app. Yes. Yep. So there's a girl that had posted on there and she was on break from college. So, you know, and just like checked her out on Facebook and look, you know, and so, you know, had her, she could do it. So she came over and she had the easiest job because we put him to bed right when she got there. He slept the whole time she was hit here. So she just got, she had her laptop. I gave her the Wi-Fi password. Asher wasn't too freaked out. And I could, I could tell when she came over to us, like, oh, we're not going to do the problems because she looked like the shy introvert. She looked like us, but female. <laughs> you know, she wasn't so, going to invite her boyfriend over. No, there wasn't going to be a party in her house or anything. So uh, we went to the party and everything was fine. And um, I, I rigged up uh, one of our Xfinity home cameras above his crib so Jess could like check in on him oh, while she was gone. I'm glad you said just, above his crib. <laughs> <laughs> just to I rigged him. up one of our Xfinity home cameras. And I well, was that was like, our, it was her. it was normally in the living room, so it'd be kind of weird to see her. So we put that in there so <laughs> Jess could at least because you just get that peace of mind. Because I mean, literally, he barely he moved like two positions the whole time we got. He slept the whole time, so it was like no problem. Probably the easiest thirty bucks that that babysitter ever made. She didn't have to do anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so it was just like a. Uh, type of thing for us, but we did it. We got through it, and then uh, unfortunately, I didn't have much else to say about IRL. But all of a sudden today, little man almost has a fever. So we've he's got <gasps> possibly the first illness of his his young life. Uh, oh. Started started sneezing a bit the other day. Has a lot of snot, but his mood's been fine. Um, so he doesn't quite have a fever. I guess 
it's like borderline. He's at like a hundred point five. So I guess like mm. they say like over like a hundred point one or something like that. I think is a slight fever for infants. So, but I mean, he he doesn't act irritated at all. He's he went to sleep just fine. He's been playing. He's been eating. Everything's going just normal. So um, we'll just keep an eye on it and go from there. Poor it's, guy. T- it's tougher on us than it is on him, you know. That's true. Oh. Well, wait until wait until you all get it. <laughs> That'll be the real problem, right? It just keeps spreading. Keeps spreading. So that is going to do our what you playing for? Or excuse me, our IRL for this week. I don't even know my topics or my segments. But now, folks, we are going to talk Last Jedi. Now, we are going to start with impressions, initial thoughts. Spoiler-free, but we are going to get into spoiler territory. So if you don't want to have anything paint your experience of Last Jedi, I say skip ahead 30 minutes or so. Otherwise, we will give a spoiler disclosure before we talk spoilers. Also, Lucas, before we get into this, I want to mention, for whatever reason, when I was going through my download folders, I had Fluxtapose Episode 1 on my computer. I listened to, like, the first two minutes. Oh, man. It's hard on the ears. It's bad. It's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, Ugh. It's so awkward. It's so... The editing, everything is just a little cringeworthy. But anyway, so yes, Last Jedi. So again, if you don't want to have anything spoiled or anything, like, mess with your experience, please skip ahead now. Skip ahead now. Otherwise, we will give an alert when we're talking spoilers. So we both Mm -hmm. saw Last Jedi last week. The much... Heralded, much hyped, much anticipated film by Ryan Johnson. The continuation of episode seven, two years later. I have to say that, um, you know, I went in, saw it. Uh, I don't remember, I think the theater was packed, you know, went in, saw it. Um, and I, I left the theater with, you know, I kind of walked out. I, I kind of feel like that gif of Larry David. That was my reaction of this. <laughs> The one where he's going, hmm. Yeah, that's the one. But now now that I've had time to digest, I can say my opinions changed a lot, and I, I really would like to see this a second time. Yes. Um, I, I think I'm I at that point well. because I'd like to watch it again to kind of redigest because now I've made I've accepted and made peace with everything that's happened. Um, but I have to say that in terms of story and things that were done, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed – the movie i mean i have um specific nitpicks and i feel like there's a certain there's a certain formula that has happened with star wars particularly when it comes to um villains that i'm very unhappy with but i you know i don't <laughs> lucas i don't even know how, yeah. how how top level i can be here so i think we're just gonna go spoiler alert now we're getting into nitty-gritty Skip ahead. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to be able to keep it spoiler-free. We're not. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> last alert. We are going to talk full spoilers for Last Jedi. If you don't want to hear them, skip ahead now. Um, first off, Lucas, I got to say, I, uh, you know, not that he was super interesting character, but I felt like he was going to be very pivotal, and I, I understand why they killed him off because it gives so much more depth and meaning to another character, but I think what a waste of airtime this Snoke turned out to be. Like what the biggest POS character was Snoke? I mean, yeah. I mean, he has like is, this. 
Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, he's kind of a red herring character a little bit. Yeah. I remember talking about like, oh, who is he really? And right. All this other That's stuff. all we were and... like, who's Snoke? Oh, my God. He's going to be so pivotal. He's going to be so awesome. And we're going to find out about him. And then there's like, no, Kylo Ren kills him. Now Kylo Ren. Now, I do like what that sets up Kylo Ren to be a bigger player in terms of a villain. But I just felt like it was like it felt like I was watching Django Fett's head get chopped off or Darth Maul fall down that shaft all over again where there's this cool hyped up villain that just dies. Yeah. Much, much to that effect, and, look what they did with Phasma. I'm really unhappy with Phasma, too, because uh, yes. unless you read the comic book, which I haven't, it doesn't explain. The comic like explains how she gets out of the trash compactor, what happens after that. Viewers of the movies, none of that's explained to us. All of a sudden, she's there, and we just have to accept that. Here's the big point. She committed huge high treason in Episode 7. And, uh... She did? Well, yeah, she gave him the the codes, the launch, the codes to the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Sorry, and, I thought you were uh, referring to something that happened in the, um, in those comic books. Even if you didn't read them, I thought maybe you <laughs> knew some secret that I didn't. No, but yes, no. that is true. And uh, it was just like <sighs> disappointing, and then and now she's gone. You know, it's this really cool character, strong female character, and then she's dead now. She's killed. I'd... Well, and I actually, before, I don't want to forget to bring this point up. I think one of the issues that I have is I feel like because they've spread the story in so many different mediums, it almost hurts it because I feel like I need to read the comic books or something to have to get the full story, so to speak. Yeah. And I didn't really feel too much that way about the force awakens that I was missing something. But in this one, I do feel like, like I missed something in some comic book somewhere or, or something ridiculous. Some book. Like, I don't like, I'll admit, like I first watched it and I, I walked out thinking like, I don't know if I like this or not. And then after I digested it more and it's like, cause it, I've read a lot of, I've read some stuff online and I think I kind of agree because, you know, Star Wars movies had a formula and I think I feel like why so many people might have initially be turned off by this is because it's like, it kind of bucks all those, but I think it's, what's important about this is it kind of gets rid of, it kind of does a retcon in a way of Star Wars movies. It resets what we are to expect and what we're supposed to get from a movie and kind of sets up episode nine to do whatever it wants. Um, with that said, I, I just, I'm, I'm so tired of Star Wars, like casting these prominent actors or putting these big characters into roles. And then they just, they're so minuscule, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, we've got Laura Dern as Admiral, whatever. Well, she's dead after 15 minutes of screen time. And then I, no, that, that's just being I'm being really nitpicky on stuff here, but let's 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 rewind a little bit. What did you think of like Luke Skywalker? Because all we know of Luke Skywalker, he's this badass Jedi, this hero, well, this champion of the galaxy, and now we have this this broken man on this remote island planet. Well, let me just 
let me just give you my overall impressions first so that people know where I'm coming from, because I'm sort of in the same camp that you are. I, I left the I left the theater thinking, I don't know how I felt about this movie. And the more I think about it, actually, I, I, I'm reserving judgment until I see it again. Yeah. Now that I know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but for now. And I realize I'm in the mi minority, but I remember thinking, man, I wonder what all my film friends are going to think. They're going to rip this movie apart. And then it turns out most of them love it. Yeah. So like, I realize I'm in the minority here. Like I found that like what I've seen, seem to think I see is like people that like you and I, that were huge into star Wars, or, like come out, come out of it. And they're like, ah, ah. but then people that aren't like huge star Wars fans, are like that was awesome. They're like, really, yeah. it really, well, like, Chad resonates loved well. it and he's, I would say he's a bigger star Wars fan than I am. Um, well, I will say that now or that at least I've, a more active Star Wars fan than I am. Now that I've had time to ferment on it, like I'm more positive to the movie than what I felt like I was walking out of the theater. Like there's definitely spots in this. Like, you know, we see Luke and we see that whole struggle that Ray has with Luke. But then like, like the moments we have when she like tries to, she goes to Kylo Ren and tries to, she senses the good and tries to turn him. And then, you think he is, and then he kills Snoke, and they had that awesome, like that whole sequence when he joins her and they have that fight scene. That's awesome, but I felt like I think. Well, I want to get well, and I want to get back to what you originally asked me, which was about which yeah. was Luke. Um, I thought he was okay. I, I feel like he. I'm disappointed he's dead. Like I feel like. It it just it just sucks that, I mean I I know at some point you have to get you have to move away from these original pivotal characters in Star Wars and focus and move on, but now they're all gone, they're all gone. I mean there's Chewbacca. Well, and I who, think it, part of the problem when, who isn't Peter yeah, Mayhew anymore, and, but I mean Carrie Fisher sadly passed, so we know Leia's not going to be in the next film. Luke might be a Force ghost. Yeah. But everyone else is gone. Well, but I think part of it too is just because it feels so weird because it felt like we were going to get set up to find out a little bit more about his, about what happened in between the movies. And again, I, I feel like, well, that's a book that's coming out later or something, right? Because what we do see is okay, but it doesn't really explain. Anything There's a lot that, his... yeah. Cause you know, that you know, he had to have a, a lot of life between return of the Jedi. And when he decides to set up this, this temple, you know? Yeah. And then, so what happened there? But then, clearly, everything goes wrong with the temple. And then after that, you know, he's like realizes all the follies of the Jedi, and and that's a great plot swing, and that's a good development. Like him, and even like like hell, the fact that Yoda's in this movie, fantastic. But like they, like Yoda has this the same thought process too that the, like you know the Jedi Order was it can't exist the way it does. You know the Jedi does need to end. They were wrong, and then they when they we're supposed to be at their highest of power. They failed terribly, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that is a, that's a key part of this. And let's face it. The p biggest questions we had going into this movie, what is, what does last Jedi mean? Are we going to find out whose race parents are? What is, who is Snoke? So, all right, we've got the last Jedi questions been answered. We know Snoke's been answered. Um, I think the other big thing to really talk about, focus on, is this, the whole thing about Ray. And you have to wonder, is 
Kylo Ren, does he, what he tells her, is that the truth? Does she come from nothing? Or is that him trying to just dissuade her? But I do think that that's really the truth. Her parents are insignificant. They're nobody because I think that's like a focus of what this film kind of make, goes back to is that, you know, the heroes can come from anywhere. You don't have to be a Skywalker or a Solo to be this fabled hero of the universe and like the scene we see at the end of the movie we see this just random street urchin from the casino planet that ha is force sensitive um mm -hmm. and it kind of it kind of goes back to the the initial roots of star wars where you know a farm boy a princess a smuggler all became these galactic heroes so much focus was on them now we're finally pushing away from that name and so you know you don't have to be a skywalker to to mean something in the galaxy so i i i i Let's face it. Everyone was like, "Oh, she's she's Luke's daughter." You know, it's got to be it. And and now I I, I kind of hope that isn't the case. And I it kind of feels right that that isn't where it's going. Yeah i I think a lot of the problems I have with the movie are that it's not even really about the things that were presented to me necessarily, especially story wise. I think fundamentally from a storytelling perspective, like you were talking about um, when Kylo Ren kills uh, Snoke, I feel like that should have been at the end of the movie, but it's in the middle. So it has almost no, I feel like this, I feel like it, the whole movie has a really weird, uh, just like the way the story is told, it mm -hmm. just has a really weird like ups and downs. And, yeah. And like the, I feel like the climax is in the middle of the movie. Yes. And then, and then the end is kind of anticlimactic to a certain degree. I like and the, that, I, I think uh, those are part of the problems I'm having. Why I yeah. didn't like the movie. I feel like it like, was just. Yeah. I, one I thing get that, the same thing. One thing I'm, I don't want to get into, but I just want to say is the, the side mission. Uh, as as it as i call it because i kind of felt like this and then Danette said it to me after the movie so i laughed and i was like okay it wasn't just me i feel like this is somebody's D, &D campaign that they <laughs> like because just the way that everything like worked out it feels very like well i don't i don't understand I don't like somewhat sure. related to that how, how did the empire even know that they were going to be there so they could pay some smuggle i'm just going to call him a smuggler smuggler paid by you know benicio is it benicio del toro yeah yeah like he backstabs them because he was paid by the empire to do it but how did the empire know that they were even going to be there to have him in position to do that i don't yeah that was a little confusing i'm guessing he called them maybe yeah because i mean he's he sold weapons he's but... he's obviously worked for both sides i think before too and yeah, but like they don't give you a lot to to make that conclusion. Yeah, like I I feel like I'm just guessing that he called them because that's a good point. Yeah, but we don't learn. I feel like I feel like we should have learned more about this character, but he's he doesn't have a lot of uh, no backstory or like it, we don't it, get we don't learn a lot about. Yeah, him. at least Laura Dern's character we get a little bit more of, and I feel like I'm okay with what limited play she has because it's it enough is shown as her, of her and her style and her personality that we can get a snapshot of who she is and then what she does yeah. is pretty significant but like i don't know that whole 
we'll call it the side quest. Like I felt like that got too much emphasis of uh, too much of the movie got was on that for me. And it was especially like, for it to end up for nothing, really. Yeah, it did. It didn't. Nothing came of it, really. And then we have some jumping around. You know, it, you know the jumping back and forth. We go from you know Ray and Luke to the ship, and then you know it just a lot of back and forth, jumping back and forth. And I don't. I I, I would agree with how you're saying too how that that story unfolds with that. Um, I lo- I'm really I'm intrigued because I don't know like where where do they go from here because you know Luke Skywalker is dead now. The resistance is like what twelve people. That's all that's yeah. left. We know General or General Solo, General Organa isn't going to be around. So either she's either ri- killed off off screen or written into somewhere else. You know. I, it's unfortunate because I think the biggest pivotal things I think they could do with episode nine would involve Leia and her son. And it's just a shame that those won't happen now, you know, cause I, yeah. I think, I think if they ever had a chance that they were going to make Kylo Ren turn back to the light side, it would involve Leia in the process. But I think also that's too similar to the Vader's storyline. So I don't think that's the route it's going to take. Plus I think if Kylo yeah. was going to be redeemed, it would have already happened. Um, yeah, he's, I he's, he's kind of doing his own thing now, but I'm just I'm just interested to see how you know who the resistance actually contacts that's going to be their allies and like they're completely broken and destroyed. I don't know what they even you know have left and you know you yeah, you I, go in episode seven you like you really like Oscar Isaac's character. But in this movie, you really dislike him because he's brash and headstrong and he gets a lot of people killed. Which, that doesn't bother me too much. I mean, it's something to hook onto with that character, yeah. which is fine. It's a, big, it's a big growth and turning point because he's got to realize that there's other people I, that are in positions above him for a reason. He can't call all the shots. Yeah, right. And I, I get that, but... I feel like a lot of those stories with the other characters could have been handled better. The things that I found most interesting were the dynamic between Ray and Kylo. Um, I felt like that could have been drawn out a lot longer. Um, Not just with the talking, but with the idea that they were thinking about starting a new path where there wasn't a light or dark side. Like that was really interesting to me. And then it ended like immediately. It was like, no, no, we're not going to do it. Kylo, um, Kylo Ren comes back in episode nine. My name is Darth Revan. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like they took an interesting aspect of what could have been explored a little bit more just during this movie. Maybe not, you know, didn't need to be carried into the other one, but um, that could have been, I think that could have been expanded on more to have more impact. And mm-hmm. a lot of like this movie doesn't have a lot of impact for me because they were too busy spending it on, uh, other things other like trying to fit everyone in like i feel like they didn't have a lot for finn to do and so they were like well let's let's have them do the side mission where they have to find this code breaker guy and then oh it doesn't end up to matter anyways and it's just to teach right. people that they have to listen to their superiors and that's not very interesting to me because there's no stakes yeah i felt like there were no stakes for this movie i i didn't feel like anyone was really gonna die um, I didn't feel like anybody was really any in, in any danger, which is weird because 
most of the movie is about them being chased. I mean, it's like it's like Mad Max in space. They're just being yeah. It reminds me, it harkens so much back to the uh, the oh gosh, uh, the novel for um, oh gosh, what is his name? Why am I blanking? Tarkin, his novel because that was all like a big chase prolonged throughout the book, and that's what we kind of we got here. Now, we do have an awesome sequence with, like, you know, a ship going hyperspace through another one. Um, apparently, there's an Easter egg in Rogue One. Yeah, that was cool. That when she's when they're going inside the base and they find... I, I, I have to watch it to, like, catch it. I just saw a snippet of it online, so take that with a grain of salt because it might not be true. But they, apparently, when they're going through, like, the Imperial records, they discover an entry that's about hyperspace tracking. Which goes oh. to uh, kind of goes plays forward to what they've done in this film, how they're able to track, you know, these ships through, through hyperspace. hyperspace. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I just mm, I don't know. It, it's interesting what's happened to Hux. We've seen General Hux be from some leader to now. He's kind of been reduced See, to comic relief a bit. Now, that's a question I had too. And one one of the things that's pissing me off is why wouldn't Kylo Ren kill Hux? Hux, or whatever his name is. Uh, he killed his own father, for God's sakes. This guy has been nothing but a nuisance for him. And the only way, the only thing I can think of is that he's keeping him alive to can because he doesn't want to have to deal with the day to day of running. Yeah, the he first serves order. he serves a purpose. But I, even I so, I don't think Kylo Ren's a good. I, I feel I, like at least what we've seen so far, Kylo Ren's not a good leader. He can't. He doesn't lead. He just like intimidates and has you know people to fear him. But he doesn't like. He can't lead. You know. And yeah. He's, well, he, and he's, I don't he, mean he should lead the first order. I just mean from a rival perspective. Like he, mm. like that. He was almost gonna kill him, and uh, by he I mean Hux was almost gonna kill Kylo. But you're telling me that Kylo wouldn't just kill Hux and then replace him with somebody else? Like, I don't need him to be That's Darth true. Vader. But in this is instance, I feel like he should... I don't know why he's keeping Hux around at all. So that's been kind of nagging at me for a little bit as well. I, I just... Yeah. Do you think... Do you think... It, 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 do you think it, it, Kylo Ren as a character is ready to be the big bad of the, the trilogy? You know, are you ready for Kylo Ren to be the overall threat? No, no, I don't think so. And I, but I do think that killing Hux isn't as big of a shift for him as killing his dad, obviously. Yeah. But I just don't understand why he's keeping him alive. I really don't. But I, I feel like the whole first order kind of takes a backseat a bit in this movie. Like, I feel like they were really a big part of episode seven, but I feel like the first order is really just the wallpaper. You know, they're the setting so yeah. much. They don't really have any significance at all. Like, I, I guess that feels, maybe because yeah, we, don't see, right. any, we like... don't see any of the troops really doing anything. I mean, we get the, we get this really brief, cool sequence there at the end with the, the uh, for lack of a better phrase, I'll call them the AT-ATs and everything. But, I mean. There's no real. See, and that's what I think that's part of the weirdness of it, too, of the to not the tone, but of the 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 storytelling is like i almost feel like they didn't really come up against any problems um they didn't come up against any what they would call like um enemies allies and guardians section or um threshold guardians um of in in the storytelling because 
it just, I, like I said, it, they go hand in hand. It feels like there were hardly any stakes. I mean, other than obviously the whole and the end game was to save the ship, right? But yeah. the side mission was was kind of pointless, and yeah. it kind of stumbles through that narrative the whole time because the person they're looking for they can't get a hold of, and then they find this other random guy just <laughs> in prison. Yeah, and then it just kind of like works out. Oddly, what do you think of the scene where we see Leia demonstrate she's for very highly force sensitive? Space Princess Leia. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she doesn't die. She doesn't die of it when she's out in zero in zero space. Yeah, yeah. You know, she in, turns depth of space. Turns into a space but... angel. It's so dumb looking. It was terrible. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I, I think... And I know it's been hinted at that she is force sensitive. I have no problem with that. The problem is that she died and then she came back to life and saved herself. And it looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it bugged. What did you think of it? I thought it was ridiculous. I was too busy mourning the death of Admiral Akbar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Here's your two seconds of screen time. Here's your ticket screen now, time. Please. Blows up. And then they like say Akbar's dead. I was like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Akbar's <laughs> always been my man. Oh, my. And now. Now he's gone. I mean, that was that was the thing about this one. Akbar's dead. Leia's going to be dead. Luke's. But that's dead. a good example. Is there's no, there was no impact. Yeah. That that they died. It was just like they blew up, and you were like, "Oh, they're dead." <laughs> I didn't feel anything about it though. They had to yeah. say it later, and I was like, "Oh, I guess they did die." Okay. Like space princess Leia will be floating. I, I'm, I'm a little now. disappointed too. We didn't get to see. We didn't see Luke in any like proper action sequence. You know, I knew something was up when he shows up on that base because all of a sudden he like, you know, he had short hair. He didn't have gray hair. You know, he looked younger. So I, I'm like, yeah. something weird's going on. And then I just thought, <laughs> I just thought he was like super force powerful. That's how he like absorbed all those blaster shots. But then like, you know, there wasn't any. Yeah. His, his, there was he, a lot of. Go ahead. It was just like he was like still pristine, you know, and there he wasn't tarnished. And all. I was like, that's weird. But that's what he's going to look like as a force ghost. I, I'm sure. And, you know, and it was an awesome sequence. And then you, then it's like that big reveal that he's still sitting on that rock. And you're like, oh, my God. And like, the, holy yeah. crap, Luke is like he finally went back into the force. And like Luke is like omni powerful with the force. He just like astrally projected himself across the universe. But then he's like, well, used up too much. Never go full yeah. force. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> no, and now he. he all of his I just, it just, I just thinks that that's it. We won't get to see him alive again, and it just. That was a cool. That was okay. Visually, there were some really cool parts, like really cool snippets that I'm like, I'd want like a screen capture of that and just hang yeah. it as a picture on my wall. One of which was Luke looking at the twin sons. Yes. Uh, there at the end, and I'm just like, why? Why <laughs> wasn't the rest of this movie like this? <laughs> It's like, um, um, it's like, I don't, it's, it's tough because it, you, as your childhood watching Star Wars, Luke Skywalker was like the, the man. But now in this, we're like Luke Skywalker's synonymous with failure. And it's because Luke Skywalker failed is what he needs to pass on, yeah. you know? And it's just like that. I, and I think that's, that's, that's hard that's to wrap. That's hard to wrap my head around a bit that I have to accept that Luke Skywalker was a failure. And that's his. That's his main 
his his main impact on the galaxy. Yeah, I and that that's the th- I just feel like there were there were three stories that were important to focus on and two that were not or some or characters I guess and Luke Skywalker was interesting and I feel like we got about half of the story that we should have there. Ray was Ray was interesting as well, but I kind of like she didn't really get trained that much at all. And like I'm not no. saying like I need a training montage <clears throat> or anything like that, but I I feel like not enough time was spent developing that part of their relationship. Um, like she sat down with him once. The rest of it was just him being an old curmudgeon and drinking weird green milk from the tits of <laughs> oh my god, yeah, space cows or whatever. The hell. <laughs> oh god, that was such a weird scene sequence. That's why I said for this one will forever be labeled for me as the weird one because it's got <sighs> floaty space princess Jedi Leia and cows with space cows with green milk, fish people. One of I don't I don't want people to get the wrong impression um, that I feel like that I'm upset that the movie isn't just about Luke Skywalker and like all the old characters or anything like that. I like Ray. I like Kylo Ren. I like the characters and what they've set up. I just don't like the way the story was told to me. And I feel like overall, the magic of what Star Wars is to me has been reduced in this movie mm. from a storytelling perspective and from a uh, world building perspective, because they really don't, you don't really see that many interesting planets. The The, the most interesting one was probably the, the salt yeah. um, planet with the red dirt or whatever, which by the way, I Hoth said, 2.0. do you think there's going to be a Hoth? What's that? Hoth 2.0. I was, I told you. Do you th- remember when I said? By the way, do you think there's going to be a Hoth battle? And you're like, no, there can't be. And it basically, I mean, it it, it was, but sort it of wasn't was with the trenches and everything. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're going to see Ewoks. It looks like it in, in episode nine. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Um, but like just the magic of, and I feel like the Force Awakens still retained some of that magic even though some people would say like oh it's just a retelling of of four i do believe that for some reason the way that that movie works is it has more mystery and intrigue and fantasy elements than this one did and that's weird to say because i know there's those weird crystal foxes and i know those horses are in there (laughs) and and they're cool but the way that they're integrated just it felt really unnatural. Same thing with yeah. the fish people. Like the fish people come out of nowhere. They've been on that island for for at least like five scenes before the fish people come in all of a sudden. Like they, they weren't even in the background anywhere. But then you like I feel like they went back and they're like, oh, we gotta add scenes about like fish people because there's no not enough aliens in this movie. <laughs> they're just not integrated well. You know what I mean? Like I remember in even even in the uh, the prequel trilogy, there's times when they go into cities and stuff, and you can see different aliens from the galaxies around, and and all this other stuff. And yeah. I just feel like like that background story that's happening that Star Wars is more than just Jedi and and Sith is not here yeah. in this one. I think uh, and it's unfortunate. 
what this definitely did is it like really propelled Kylo Ren for me is like the most interesting character now in this in this story. Yes. You know, like Ray Ray is great and all, but I feel like Ray is just destined for greatness because she can just do everything. You know, yeah. she's just like I'm able gonna, to do. What's her metachlorian count? You know what I mean? Yeah, and like Ky- like Kylo Ren is like like obviously she has her issues with his parents, but Kyle Ren is much more of a flawed character, which just makes him more interesting. Um, yeah. And I just, I really like, like that character. Like, cause after episode seven, I was like, eh, Kyle Ren's all right. But now after this, I'm like, Kyle Ren's awesome. Like I'm more, he's like my most interesting character. Like I came out of this, like really appreciating Kyle Ren as a character. And I like, he's like probably, he, he's probably my favorite character now in this new, this new trilogy. Yes, I agree. Well, and like you, you, you said it perfectly. He's the one that has the most interesting, interesting, interesting things going on. Mm-hmm. Ray, we can already, and that's why I think it was so important to draw out their relationship a little bit more. I was questioning, like, I really thought, okay, maybe they are going to forge a new path and not be light side and dark side. They maybe they're going to run off together or something and try to sex. do their own thing. But they don't and now you just know that ray's gonna be a good guy or good girl and kylo's a bad guy uh, kylo's gonna be a bad guy and or i mean the only reason why he's still interesting is because you don't know maybe he's not gonna be a bad guy maybe he does have a turn it but everybody everybody else just seems kind of like like we know finn's not gonna leave yeah we know he's not like he he kind of started out taking Han Solo's place, but now we know he's like in it to win it. Uh so I just feel like Kylo Ren is the only one who has anything to show us now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the best thing is now we can rest assured there's no more Skywalkers, there's no more Kenobis, there's no more Palpatines, all that's gone, so we don't have to speculate on that crud anymore. <laughs> there's no Palpatine clones, you know. Uh, it kind of feels yeah. good. It kind of feels good to have a fresh start there. So, um, yeah, I'm glad I've had time away from it. It's allowed me to reset and have a more open outlook. I'm. I think once I see it a second time, I think I can really judge how I feel about this movie. Because right now, I still, I, I feel positive towards it, but I still couldn't tell you how I feel about it, which feels weird to say. But I think after I see it again, then I think I'll really have a more concrete opinion of my yeah my feelings i know i know what you mean because i'm i feel like i'm still negative about the movie but not in the way most people are i just feel like every time i talk about it i think of something that bugged me and it's not in a fan like i know a lot of people are like like a lot of fanboy people are just like i hate this movie and that's not the case i just keep finding more and more things about it that i compare to other movies and i'm just like well it did it better than like the dialogue and stuff was better than the prequels trilogy but the story like i said the world building of the prequels was kind of better than these two but the the camera work and stuff and then i keep going back and forth so there's like there's something fundamentally flawed about this movie that I can't quite put my finger on it for me personally. And I think it comes down to the movie or the storytelling and those aspects. than it does the actual product that we got as far as what's on screen. Like yeah, what, what's on screen is okay, but yeah. I feel like it could have been great and it, and it just missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I, 
it's one of those things where it's like it's not great but it's not horrible so yeah it's this nebulous area so i yeah. know i think a second watching will cement those feelings for me for better or worse so there you go oh the last thing i think i think that's a good uh point to end at the last thing i want to say is i did not walk in out of the theater and have an itch to go buy and download battlefront 2 so there's <laughs> that's for sure yeah so, so there's that i definitely didn't have the pull there game. so that uh that's gonna wrap up our last jedi talk we'll touch base on this again once we we see it a second time um i mean we could we could definitely go in more and more in depth and talk about things like but i don't want to do an entire yeah. we did that last year with we did two episodes dedicated to the force awakens for for god's sake so <laughs> we're gonna move forward we're gonna take a little break though with some overclocked remix and i can still select a um you won't hear the beep beep beeps but i can still select a random number well i thought about doing that or i was just gonna pick one but if you want to just do a random number let's do it well Let's keep I'm we'll, doing we'll, it. I'm just, we'll stay I'm true just to the show. Uh, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Man, this is a real <laughs> laggy bitch. Hold what on, we we're still spinning. <laughs> oh, gosh, we're still there spinning, we go. folks. There we go. It's coming. Number 10. Uh, I think, let me double check. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep. Uh, Remix Snipe comes from Secret Amana because... It's an album that just recently dropped, so there's a ton yeah, of Secret of like, Mana mixes on the front page. But our remix tonight comes from Secret Mana, as I said, Footsteps to Destiny by Geefrog, Chris, and Amaterasu. 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 <laughs> um, again, Secret Mana was, was released in 1993 by Square on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. This is a remix of the song One of Them is Hope. It is the EDM symphonic genre mood is energetic and oh, suspenseful bye. so there you go that should be interesting this comes from the uh free album available on overclock remix called resonance of the pure land it's a album completely composed of secret of modern music so we are going to play that remix and we're gonna come back and do a little uh what you plan to get the show over with so stick around listen to this remix and if you like it you can find many more at oc Remix.org.
All right, that was Overclocked Remix. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around. We're going to go right into things with a little What You Playing. Now I've got your power. Did you play one? I did play one. You'll have to listen to the oh. full episode to find out. Yeah, um, case, I don't know if we said anything, but I can't, since Jason's in control and the way we're having to record everything, I can't hear anything that's going on. And um, <laughs> I have it's all the secrets. Yeah, it is. It's so, true. Uh, what you playing? Uh, not too much notable for me. I played, uh, you know, I watched The Last Jedi. Uh, Jess and I have been watching a, we tried to, like, the other night we tried to, like, get into something. We wanted to watch a movie, and I was like, okay, let's see what we can find. And then... Um, we tried to watch. I talked to you already. There, there's a show on Netflix called Dark that keeps pulling up on my recommended, and the description yeah. sounded cool. But then it comes to find out it's originally a German series, which has been dubbed in English, and I just I couldn't do it. I just could not listen to it. It just was bad for me. I don't I don't I don't know <laughs> if, if it was in subtitles if it would be any easier. I don't think I would watch it, and if that was the case, but I I don't know. I just I have a, I have a hard time watching foreign like movies and stuff from draw and serials mm-hmm. and things like that. It's just really difficult. So then we're like, Oh, I was like, Oh, she likes Craig Ferguson. We'll try to watch his stand up. Made it like 10, 15 minutes of that jumped. And then we're like, Nope. So then we, we settled on Godless. Like the, it's a limited series on Netflix. I think it's like seven episodes, uh, stars, Jeff Daniels, uh, Michelle. Oh yeah. Do- yeah. Michelle Dockery, who was in, uh, most notably known for Downton Abbey. And then that's been really good so far. And it's got our boy Scoot. Scoot McNeary's in it. Scoot so McNary. He plays a sheriff. So been watching that. That's been good. And then on the gaming front, um, you know, played Splatoon. There was a Splatfest that went on last weekend. I, I played in that. But then released today on the eShop, Brawlout is available, which is a Smash Brothers clone, essentially. Uh, yeah. You might be familiar with it, Lucas, because it is available on Steam Early Access. Currently. I saw um, video game donkey play a little bit of it. I saw there's like a four armed frog guy. Which yeah, pretty cool. I think his name's Paco. It's <laughs> Paco. uh, it's it's like interesting. It. Like it's uh, it's peer to peer on the matchmaking. The the Switch is the first uh, console it's been released on. There's plans I think to come to PS4 and Xbox as well in 2018. And I've I've had a lot of fun with it so far, and I mean there are some issues like I've had some performance issues where the game will suddenly like have some frame drops or it'll just freeze for a second or a stutter mm-hmm. is a better and then it like catches up. Uh, hasn't really impacted my gameplay. Now the online is peer to peer, so unfortunately I've played with some people that I should not be playing with. I think they're trying to play this game on dial up, and it just makes it impossible. Oh, and and I think that's kind of like your only option really, especially with a fighting game. Um, for the best experience, because like you know they talked about, they you know they'd love to do crossplay, you know, with this. But then you got to get servers involved, and then when you're doing that, it's just gonna it's gonna increase the lag. I think like right now by default, I think it's like five five frames is the the lag delay. Um, and as you get more components involved, it's just gonna increase that, and then the late you know further latency with something like a fighting game that's precision timing and inputs that's going to be an issue so i don't think whoever's we'll whoever we'll see that but with that said i i would i've played a handful of online matches i think i'm guessing a ranked mode is coming this is only a, a friendly mode 
and I've probably I'd say about seventy five percent of my matches are fine. And I there was the same thing like that with playing Smash Brothers online on the Wii U. You'd have great matches, or you'd have ones that are just a laggy, choppy, slow motion crap fest. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I'm having fun with it. The like the biggest, I mean, it it plays the same way as Smash Bros. But the biggest difference is there's no uh, shield, so you can't block at all. There is a, um, a a dodge, so you can dodge and roll like in Smash, but there's no block, so you. It, it kind of forces you to play more aggressively. But the issue is, like, especially playing against the computer, like, if you go through the single-player modes, how they increase difficulty, they just have you fight more than one enemy at once. And the problem there is is that you can get locked into punches. So you could get, like, getting comboed by one enemy and they're just tossed into another one. And there's, like, no way you can, like, really break out of those. And that's just not fun at all. So I, I doubt I'll be no. playing that. So I, I, I mean, as usual, I'll get sucked into the competitive side of the the one v one thing, and I'll play that. And I I've done really well. I think I've only lost three matches in all the ones I've played online. So um, I don't think I'm great at this game, oh, but wow. I'm definitely better than most of the people I've been playing, which I don't understand. I'm in love with. I knew he was going to be the character I'd want to play as. Uh, Hyper Light Drifter, the drifters in this game, so he's been my main, so to speak. He's so fun to play as, and like his move set from the game is pretty well accurately represented in this. I would say he has like you know the blaster, and he has like a a dash sword attack. He has like um, a shield ability, and there's like another move that's directly from one of the game's um, unlockable move sets. It's really cool to see it in there. And then they have uh, the main character Juan from uh, Guacamelee is in this as well. I haven't played with him oh, as much. Wow. I haven't played with him as much, but I guess they have plans to maybe bring in um, some other indie characters as well. My right now, my biggest grief I'd have to say is that there's only eight characters total, and then the ones that you can unlock are just basically palette swaps of current characters. Uh, yeah. And then there's only three maps I have unlocked i have to unlock all the others it's not like i just play to unlock it you like as you play the game you earn gold and you earn uh crystals and then you use those to unlock to like buy pinatas and then mm-hmm. there's which are like a loot box but there's no it's only in-game currency used to get these and you just randomly unlock you know a character or a skin or a taunt or a death animation you know these things you unlock as you go so it's going to take a while unlock more stuff essentially but i'm looking forward to see what they do how they update it how they support the game and um i mean let's face it if if smash ever gets announced nobody's gonna play this again but it's fun right now it's 20 bucks um (laughs) i got it for free essentially with my amazon credit with my uh my amazon credit card you know the little the cash back bonus my five percent added up and i was like oh twenty dollars sure redeemed got the game for free and uh I'm having fun with it, so if you guys want to play me and my Switch code, we'll throw down. It'll be a good time. So I've, I've been itching for Smash. Like I was really like, oh, I miss my Wii U because of Smash Bros, but this is the next best thing for now. So, And that's it, man. Cool. That's what I got. No, that that sounds like fun. I, I would yeah. like to try that on. Is there cross play? I don't know if you said that. Uh, no, because the, like, they're, the, the lag is the issue. They couldn't, like... I don't think there's a way that they can get it to be it. It'd be playable. It'd just be too much, too much of a of an issue for it to perform well. I do. Um, I will probably review it on 
playsomevideogames.com after I put more time in it. So if you want to read a review on it, you can go there and check it out. I'd read it. Um, mm. Well, well, obviously, I haven't done much gaming since uh, I was working on Hyper Light Drifter, but I won't, I won't talk about that until I'm done with it. So, and I won't be done with it until I get my computer back. So, so do you instead, think what will you have to do? Do we think you'll be able to salvage all your stuff, or we have to? I mean, you obviously, you'll have to reinstall Windows again, but what for this? Yeah, on your new computer. No, I won't have to reinstall Windows. It'll work fine on the off of the new motherboard and everything. Yeah, because yeah, the only thing I mean, the only thing I would have had to have do done would be to like flash my BIOS or something like that. But since the motherboard and the RAM and the CPU are all going to be new, I don't think it'll cause any issues at all. I wow. think they'll get detected just fine. That's nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not planning on having to reinstall anything or in, now if I switch from that to Intel like an Intel motherboard and an Intel um, yeah. CPU, then yeah, maybe. Um, but I think I'll be okay. okay. We'll see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll eat those words later on. We'll see. Um, so obviously I've been crushing my Netflix queue. Um, and I, I had to start with stranger things too. Uh, I had been watching one episode a night Finally. Uh, for a little while. And uh, and then eventually, since my computer died, I watched like two episodes and then just finished out the last three all in one night. I <laughs> watched three back to back. Um, spoilers, spoilers for anybody, because I know you watched it and you were kind of waiting for me to yeah. finish it to give impressions. But um, we plowed. Through I loved that it. In two days. I thought it was great. What's that? So we plowed through that thing in like two days. Oh yeah, I can see why you would too. And normally I would if I had more time to watch it, but because of the content, I I kind of just have to leave it to my own yeah, my own sense. time, my own personal time. That makes sense. Um so I uh yeah, I really liked it. Uh I thought the story was great. I, I didn't even mind the seventh episode that I know some people have a problem with. I thought it. Uh, I don't remember what's the seventh. I one. thought it. Dem I think it's the seventh episode. It's the one where she goes to Chicago. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, meets up with the group. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it was a little it was it was a little weird, but like as, totally it was kind of different. It almost felt like a like a superhero, uh, almost like X Men or something, like a, a show like that. All of a sudden, yeah. but uh, after like after watching it, and then watching the next episode, I kind of felt like what they were exploring the idea that she could go and do amazing things with her powers or whatever, and. She learned a little bit about how to, to focus them. And I think it showed importance in character growth so that when it came time to do the last part of the show, which or the last part of the season, uh, it made sense that she could do it because she learned how to focus that power and it didn't just come out of nowhere that she could do this all of yeah. a sudden. Um, 
but yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was interesting to, to kind of not have Mike be the main character. I think it's Mike, right? The, uh, um, uh, what's the, what's the act, actor's name? Finn Wolfhard. Or yeah. His, his character's name is Mike, right? Yep. So yeah, it's kind of weird. Like not having him be like the focus anymore yeah. because he felt so much like he was definitely our the window first one, into the world. I, I, it's definitely interesting. Like you can definitely tell, like he definitely hit the girl spurt before any of the other actors did. Cause he looks so much older, yeah. like, especially from season one. And then especially when you yeah. see them like in, in their guest spots, you know, in the media tours to promote, you know, it's like, yeah, he's definitely like way beyond what his character is supposed to be playing. Yeah. Especially will like poor will looks exactly the oh, same. Oh gosh. Yes. Um, but yeah, I thought Will did a really good job. The actor who plays Will did just a really great job of portraying this kid who is kind of invaded by this this force or whatever. So like, hey, I get to be in the show this time. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, like it didn't feel it didn't feel like they just tacked the sound because Stranger Things uh, one did so good like the first season, and so they had to like, oh, we got to come up with more stories. Um, I thought it was really good and it pulled me right back into what I love about the series. And I did not ever skip the intro because if you skip the intro, you're a damn fool. Cause that music is so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, good. I really, I, I mean, not much else I can say. It was great. Um, so during the day I, uh, I did two things. I finished out uh, season four of Ultron which I will say was a lot better than season three. Uh, they kind of go, they kind of bridge together, but I don't know. Something about season three just really was not that interesting to me, but season four only has six episodes. So it was really not hard to finish. Like I didn't even realize I was watching it until I got to second, the second episode. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I think it's because they split. I almost feel like they, finish them all at the same time and then split them between season three and four. Okay. Um, there's a lot of like the comedy lacking in season three, I think was part of the problem. And some of that returns in season four. One of my favorite episodes is I think the fourth episode of season four where, uh, Karan, Karan's um, he's great. He's the best part of the show. Uh, he decides that to spread the word of Voltron and to gain Voltron supporters, they need to like start doing a show. And uh, so he like books all of these, all these shows where they're going to like do this, this little like um, play almost about them, like defeating uh, the, the Galra and everything. And um, I don't know. I don't want to spoil, I don't want to spoil that episode jason if you ever get to it because yeah it's, it's i'm just i'm good. i'm ready to start season three i'm in through season two so okay so it'll be a while but uh i mean you know what i mean there's always these cute little moments and funny little moments it's it's very anime inspired if it's not like specifically following anime tropes and stuff so there definitely is some nods to that type of humor and i mean it's always it's always great for a laugh and of course i can watch it during the day because it's not it's fairly light and cartoony and right. Isaac, I don't feel like 
will be scared by it or anything. So uh, watch that, finished it up and uh, moved on to something else that I've been wanting to move on. And I just ah, happened to see that it was on there. Yes. yes, I was. I was just scrolling around and I was like, oh, it says new or new seasons or new episodes or whatever on the bottom. Halt and Catch Fire season four. Uh, we've heard Jason talk about it and uh, how different it is because they, it's such a weird series because every every uh, season they jump like five to ten years or at least like into a different decade. Uh, so like you go from the late 70s to like the mid 80s to probably the early 90s. So you're jumping about five years each time. And uh, this season is starting off strong. It's so weird to like. It's so good, though. It is. So I, I, good. I'm not really somebody who likes dramas necessarily, but like, I don't know. It's just done really well. And I obviously am interested in the subject matter, especially like following Cameron and her um game and everything is really interesting <laughs> when yes. they talk about electronic gaming monthly that was a blast from the past it's like i used to get that i used to get that magazine right um so yeah i'm really i'm like right back in it i'm caught up with cameron and joe and their stupid ass relationship and and um i find it very interesting that um scoop mcnary uh, I can't remember his real name. Gordon. Or, I mean, well, his character name. Gordon, thank you. Um, Gordon Freeman, if I remember correctly. Uh, his daughter is kind of like getting into uh, some of the some of the tech uh, Silicon Valley esque stuff. So that's that's really interesting, and I think that that uh, they're going in a pretty interesting direction with with that stuff. So really enjoying that one. I'm only to see or to episode four. So I'm, I'm just a little under halfway through, but um, yeah, it's just a strong series. Now this is the last season. If I remember correctly, right? This is it. This is all that's left. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like that's a good place to stop. I feel like it's fine. I'll, I'll be good when it's, when it's over. And I, I feel like the story will have been told. And at least I, I feel like that's what it's amounting to. So I'm looking forward to finishing it. Uh, and then finally, I, I watched a movie and I watched this because I had I had initially passed it and thought, oh, that looks kind of interesting. And then I just kind of threw it on the back burner for a while. Uh, and then after learning that uh, the director of this movie did Thor 3, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So Waki... Oh man, I'm going to butcher his name because I don't have it in front of me. Wakai Tahiti? Tahitian Treat? Yes. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> I think that it's something like that. You know who I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I don't remember his name. I, I don't, I didn't really know him up until Thor three. So the, his name's still not very familiar with me. Um, so he, uh, he did the voice of, Oh, I don't know. What I'm telling you cause you won't know. You haven't seen the movie yet. Um, mm -mm. he did a voice of a character in Thor three and I thought it was Karan the guy who does Cran oh, because gosh. they both have New Zealand accents, which I found out is my favorite accent, by the way, because pretty much everybody in this movie has a New Zealand accent and it's kind of like Australian, but a little bit, I don't know, a little bit funner to me. Um, <laughs> so what we do, the movie is called what we do in the shadows and it's got, okay. it also has Jermaine Clement in it who um, was 
in Flight of the Concords, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, also, he also did uh, the voice of uh, the crab in Moana. Oh, okay. And uh, it's about four vampires. It's it's like a it's a documentary, sort of like The Office or something like that, where or a mockumentary, I guess, where they're following four vampires that live in the modern age. Each have been turned at a different point in time. So there's like a Nosferatu esque um, guy named Peter, uh, if I remember correctly. Then there's like a, a Vlad the Impaler which is who Jermaine plays. Mm. Um, then there's uh, a Victorian age kind of like fancy pants um, uh, interview with a vampire type type uh, vampire. And then Got there's it. more of a newer one who, I don't know, he's kind of like, they, they say he's the bad boy of the group, I guess. But it's a comedy. And I wouldn't say like it made me laugh out loud necessarily, but it made me, uh, it was very amusing, let's say. Um, and so the whole thing is about them going to this vampire, um, masquerade thing at the end of the movie. Uh, but it leads up to that and they each have kind of their own storyline about how like Vlad used to be super powerful until he, uh, fought the beast and lost. And so he's lost all his power now, but he's still like, he tries to use his power and he's like, he's looking through somebody's window. He's like, oh yeah, this'll be, this'll be a great victim to, uh, to, to, I'm going to use my power to make them come to me and I will feast on their blood. (laughs) And so he's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then they're not looking. And he's like, okay, I think this one's like a bad angle. So he goes to another one. He's like, look at me, look at me. And then he just like quickly wraps on the window. Like, like nothing happened. And he's like there. Yeah, I did it. Um, but it's like an old man. And he's like, mm, I don't really want an old man. Forty-nine the times they fought that beast, right? They did. He fought that beast and lost. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of interesting. Uh, I I don't think okay. everybody would like it. I think it's kind of like a, you either like it or you don't. It wasn't. Yeah. Kind of de- wasn't divisive. Like, what? Yeah, I, I could see. Like I said, it's just not super funny, and I kind of was just sort of watching it because i didn't have anything else to do so i yeah. don't know i don't know gotcha. take it for what it is just know that if you're interested in checking it out it, it is interesting and it's kind of funny but uh i think you got to be in the right mood and it might not be for everybody so that makes sense what we do in the shadows it was all right it's all right it's just all right and that's uh that's pretty much everything i did that's everything uh, you everything did I, I will have done all right man well we yeah. did we did have a question that was those oh. those those folks over at uh, board with video games tried to piggyback on our on our clout our internet. Yeah, I poll, saw that. And it's like, oh, maybe Flexipose oh. will answer it too. And I was like, we don't talk video about board games on this podcast. So I played I, a board game once. I I might have played one once. I can't get uh, I can't get my social media feed to to populate. Oh, anything at all uh, i used to play board games but then i bought like 350 dollars worth of board games and now we don't play them anymore so <laughs> <laughs> now they just sit in my uh they sit and gather dust which is yeah great. um actually it came from kevin kevin austin what trend in board games do you wish would just die and go away aka overplayed played out done to death etc etc i don't even know what a trend is in board games anymore because i'll tell you them. one so I don't have. I have answer. a. I have one, Jason. Fabulous. Maybe agree. 
uh cards against humanity style games i hate them i hate almost all of them and i hate cards against humanity i don't think it's funny i like Um, that one we played with chad though yeah that one was uh oh gosh Uh, the one where you it's like a comic yeah and you have to put three panels down um that one was okay but i think part of that is because there's more interpretation there like you can make different kinds of jokes with each card yeah depending on what card comes before it whereas in cards against humanity it's just like anus dick butts yeah it's all about dead babies haha yeah yeah and i and i get it it's not even the fact that it's it's not even the fact that it's uh offensive it's more like i just don't feel like i have creative creative freedom to be funny yeah i'm just kind of over that scene (laughs) yeah and Anytime anybody wants to play it, I'm just like, uh, so if you like it, I'm sorry. Uh, anybody out there who likes cards against humanity, but I think it sucks. I think it's the worst trend in video game or video games and board games. And I wish it would die. <laughs> I, I would be fine with even a, the good a, ones. A even the good death. ones being gone. Yeah. Huh? I said it die a peasant's die death. Die a peasant's death. Yeah. Yes. Burn it with fire. Collect them all. <laughs> Act like they're. Let's all pretend they're Harry Potter, Harry Potter books, and we'll burn them in a in a great big bonfire. Oh, there you go. Well, on that note, I think it's time for that silence. Silence for you. <laughs> on my end. Outro music for me. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thanks for the the piggyback question, guys. Even though we can't answer it too well. As always, we like to close out the episode and give a little special thanks for all our Patreon supporters. And a special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Sean Capri, Edwin Callow, and our Executors of Excellence, Josh Braboni and Dan Anthony. If you're interested in supporting Fluxtapose, please head over to patreon.com slash Fluxtapose. Uh, we're still run- technically running a challenge until Christmas. If we hit the next stretch goal before then, Lucas and I have to decorate our beards. And I, I'm not confident that you guys can do it. I even trimmed mine down even lower. I'm down to a five on the beard wow. trimmer. So I don't think wow. I don't think you got it in your kid. So uh, with that well, said, who knows? Our next our next episode is uh, the holiday mixtape, correct? That's right. Our next episode. This is our last spoken word episode of 2017. There'll probably be a little brief holiday greeting in there, but our next episode is going to be our typical holiday mixtape. Will not be a full episode, and then we'll be back in January with a live show, live show. On uh, January second of two thousand eighteen, I'll try not to break my computer before that happens. <laughs> if, if right, so there you go. That's what the things you have looking forward to. As always, thank you for listening and come back for more flux. Suppose if we don't, uh, since we won't talk to you, have a great Christmas. Have a fantastic New Year's. We'll see you in two thousand eighteen. Have a good Hanukkah if you're Jewish. Gosh, I'm insensitive. I'm a prick. What can I say? Good night, everybody. <laughs>
floors? You see his blood had drained into the boards and I had to change them. But we all got a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us. Every day I worry all day. I was waiting in the bushes of love. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Something's waiting in the bushes of love. Every day I worry all day. I was waiting in the bushes of love. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Something's waiting in the bushes of love. Yo.